this week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. Everything ain't toxic. Because I feel like on dating, everything, everybody like, they toxic, they toxic. And it's like, are y'all just not meant to be with each other? Or are they toxic? Right? Like, I, it's really agitating. And I feel like sometimes we cut people off for a toxic trait. But I think we forget that, like, people are never going to be perfect. Somebody that is a great person is still even going to fuck up. And now you're calling them toxic. So I feel like that's thrown around a lot. And I, I think that, that women throw it out the most. And I feel like, like you said, women think they're great communicators. <laughs> and now that I am starting to understand communication... I think we kind of suck at it. Yeah. I think, hey, 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 hey. Oh, my I've been saying that for five years. I'm on the record with saying that most men know how to communicate a lot better than women. Hey, sugar. You're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now, and that's enough. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya Burton, and I am your host. And y'all, it's about to be an amazing-ass motherfucking episode. And I had to say it that way because that's exactly what it's about to be. I am joined today by two wonderful, amazing men. And I, I think very highly of both of them. I am joined here today by an Emmy Award winning videographer, and his name is Jax. Say hi to the folks. Go <laughs> <laughs> that man, Jackson one six one six man. What's going on? How All you right. doing? Thanks for having me. Thank you for showing up, friend. Make sure you keep your mic on. You know you you ain't new to this. You true to this. Come on. And we have an amazing therapist. I met him during COVID. He is a specialist in relationships and love. And he has been married and together with an amazing woman for 10 years. 10 long years. 10 long years. That's a long bed, right, Jax? Hey, like I said, that shit make my dick hurt. <laughs> but, but, I'm, but I'm happy for you. We love that for you. Yeah, I like for you. Thank we thank love you. that for you. I love it too. Look yeah. here. So we are joined <laughs> with us with Mac, the therapist. Say hey to the folks. Hello, everyone. Yeah. And thank you for having me. I look forward to this convo. Look here. I'm super excited. See, we already moving ahead. They're like, damn, she already introduced already. We should catch up. But look here. I'm ready to get into it. Let's go. So let's start off with our adult tip of the day. Oh, and the episode has been curated for the male folk today. Like some of the conversation, not just, you know, you joining in to talk about like my nails and shit. I really got on my best gangster attire for you. I got camo on and everything. <laughs> I got gangsters, the grill in. Gangsters don't wear sky blue These are teal. sneakers. These teal. Are teal. I'm sorry, teal. <laughs> These are teal. And I broke a nail putting them on for you to put wow. on this gangster ass outfit. For me, you ain't. All right. Niggas just can't say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> just can't say thank you. thank you. All right. So everything today has been curated with y'all means in mind. All right. So the duct tip of the day. <laughs> you got to deal with me for a whole hour. I love that for you. So the adult tip of the day today is you don't owe people an explanation in your responses. And I thought this was a good conversation because I feel like people always... I feel like men have always said, man, you be playing basketball, you take a nap, you wake up single. And <laughs> <laughs> you ever had Jack shake his head, he looking down, has that ever happened to y'all? Like somebody go off or something because like you ain't respond in a timely fashion or something like that? Yeah, a lot in the past. But now I know every, every yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. minutes, we... I'm going to check in real quick. Look let him know what's happening. <laughs> I, but and also, yeah, yeah, I got to take in consideration. Mac is married, so either some of his responses may come from either a long time ago, or it just may be different. Um, Jax, for you, what's what's that look like? You a whole single man, so I guess ain't nobody getting mad, or is that where people get nah, mad? The most? Nah, so like for me, like I've I've had several um, instances where people with women would try to label me like inconsistent, but it would be like it would be like in the beginning. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't really know exactly what my routine is or my you don't know what my consistencies are. Even look like, yeah. They call me inconsistent. So I think that's something that's always kind of like unfair uh between like, you know, men and women because it's kind of like it's like this unwritten rule that the women kind of set the rules of how things are going to go flow. as far as like communication because 
for whatever reason, reason we kind of assume that like women are better communicators than men. So if you don't communicate how I communicate, then you're doing it wrong. Mm. But it's like you don't. You got to give people time to even Figure out what see what their them. habits are. Yeah, to be able to critique their habits. You know I what agree. I'm saying? So I've definitely, I've definitely gotten that. Like people trying to like check me on like not responding to them as quickly or as hastily as as they would like for me to. But then I kind of got to explain to them like I be doing shit. And most importantly, I mean, y'all do things differently. So I think yeah. that that's um, every time I talk to like the fellas, I'm definitely getting a conversation like I. We just met and now you're saying like, I'm not serious, I'm playing simply because I'm not on your ass every single day. And that's yeah. not really what that looks like. And so even just changing my own views and if I want to discuss something or want something a certain way, have we even had a conversation about that before anybody is wrong? You know so, what I mean? Yeah. So that's called an unclear expectation. Therapize us. You better. It's <laughs> <laughs> it, it just that you have this idea of what certain things should should look like, but you've never really um, shared that. And I never agreed to it, right? So now you're operating from an unclear expectation that I am not meeting and I'm being judged on that versus having a conversation with me, having a chance to know me and, and know what my routine is like so we can then agree on what a response rate should actually look like. Absolutely. I've actually walked, I'm sorry, I've I've walked myself into kind of like those issues um, because sometimes I might, it all kind of depends on like what you're doing when you first start communicating with some, someone, right? Yeah. So I've had situations where... You meet somebody on vacation. Yeah, like say I'm like yeah. out of town <laughs> or like on a, on a gig or a project or something like that. Like when I'm in, when I was in Houston, right? Right. I'm, I'm swiping bitches. <laughs> swipe swipe. Swipe, you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> So, but I might have time to actually like respond, have a conversation. This is actually inconsistent for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Normal, yeah. But then when I'm out of that, out of that scenario or out of that city and I'm back to the crib and now like I'm back to my regular routine, wake up, edit, gym, edit, shower, eat, edit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now I don't have the free time to really like give you that attention that I did when we first met. So now you think this is like the fake me. But really, that was really the, the yeah. tip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I just had more time to do so. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna wrap this one up. But I feel like the, I feel like the, the adult thing to do is one: make sure that you're being realistic about what's going on. Because sometimes we bring up these topics and heavy things, and it's like you've been talking to this person for three weeks, and if you <laughs> ask them, would they even say they're talking to you, or would they say like, "I met this person and we've just been conversing a little bit"? So you got to ask yourself: Are you over pouring into like? What you even calling this? Like, why is it so serious already? Like, and so I think that we need to check in with ourselves and ask, and are you doing that like with your female friends or your, you know what I'm saying, your male friends or things like that? Or are you just immediately doing this when you meet somebody that you think is a love interest? Because at the end of the day, it's not that yet. You really don't know. So um, this is just your adult tip of the day to check in with yourself and make sure that you are watching how you respond to communication. And that was good. Yeah, you that, like was, that, that was really you're good. Excited, you're excited <laughs> for the show. That was really good. Right? I'm like, okay. You should keep going. I'm like, oh, another you're one. For the show, another man. one. That's excellent. Good job on that one. <laughs> Y'all, the first thing that Max said when he walked in, he was like, finally. <laughs> you doing this fine. Right? It's overdue. <laughs> Look here. It is overdue. Get me together. So. Um, next we are having Twitter talk. Twitter talk is this segment that I felt like had to be there because the OG of real controversial topics and is black Twitter and, you know, old Twitter and how it used to be. And so I just thought it was great to pay, I can say this every day, homage, hum, mm-hmm. homage, homage, homage to, homage. <laughs> think I'm homage. like, this girl really does <laughs> and came, uh, to, you know, to what it was. So it's like almost anything that has been viral or controversial or whatever topics, like even on Instagram, you see screenshots of a, of a Twitter post. Um, and so that's where we are today. So our Twitter talk today is about, uh, this came up, uh, shout out to Sex with Ashley. She posted that men should just start hiring sex workers. And I want to get... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i uh i thought this was a great conversation a lot of the men were absolutely offended and what i realized was that there was a miscommunication we were not really understanding each other uh, women wanted casual sex they were like we're okay with casual sex and the men were like yeah like some casual sex and they're like this is transactional what you're doing and what how you want me to show up and just drop these draws that is not casual that is transactional and so that's why she was saying men should just start hiring sex workers because you looking at us crazy, like do this casual thing. And it's like, bro, that's not 
that's not what casual means. What's your hey, ja- Jackson? Shall we start with you? Because you <laughs> had the most chuckles. I mean, because I, I saw that. <laughs> like I saw that. Uh, I saw that post. I really um, liked it too. And I didn't say that. I didn't say that I liked it. <laughs> um, I, I, saw, I saw. I liked it. it. Nah, but <laughs> I, liked I didn't dislike it. it. I didn't like it. I was indifferent. Um, because. The way that we kind of speak in a cult, in our culture, right, is like, say something because you want to make like a fire point. But what about after you make your point? So like, what if niggas really did start just paying for sex workers? Now what? Right? So like, if I'm dating you mm-hmm. and we not fucking, but because we not fucking, but I still want to get to know you. <laughs> it's on my face. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but like being real, like. If we're not having sex yet, right? But I still, I'm still interested in getting to know you. But that's not what you want, and I respect that. In the meantime, I'm gonna go pay for some sex. How much you paying? Uh, I'm I don't sorry, know let's how much stay on, it stay on topic. I don't All know right. how much it costs. <laughs> okay. But, so how? But now, how is that gonna affect me? You, but you like the post. You fuck with the post. Well, but now if you ask Samaya now, in real now, life, I'm just I'm, you is a general person now. Like not you. <laughs> don't be Samaya. No but more. I'm just saying, look. Okay. Cause like it, it would be a lot of women who fuck with the post. Like, yeah, nigga. Like, if that you really want to just, you know what I'm saying, just go pay for but that shit. Men are already doing that, though, right? Just because you're talking to one woman doesn't mean that's the only woman that you are seeing. Right. I, I, I think that the purpose of the post was was more to educate men about mm. their expectations. Okay. And also the oppression that women have experienced for a number of years. So if you're looking for someone to come and ju- just drop their panties. And do whatever it is that you desire, pay for it. Mm-hmm. But it's unfair to expect that from a regular person that you're engaging with, right? And to possibly even put them in situations where they feel uncomfortable and feel like they have to go through with these acts as a safety precautions. Right. I right? agree with that. So the concept of hiring a sex worker, I agree with that 100%. Because it, it, and I do understand where you're going with that. Like if we widen out the topic, and so this is the 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 Twitter talk is is supposed to be short on purpose because it does open up a whole bunch of different. It could go a whole bunch of different ways, but mm-hmm. that's something that I didn't even think about. Like, how would you even respond if I did that? But I also understand what he's saying is almost like not in a retaliatory like type way, but okay. But would you really be okay with that? And right. you're agreeing with this, but like you know, bring it back to right. what Mac is saying is like it wasn't really about that. It's just acknowledging that. Sometimes the reason that you're having this issue is because you're not really approaching her on a casual tip. Casual sex is, oh, we may go out to eat or go to a bar or something and we have a nightcap. That is casual. You still treated me like a person. We were just hanging out socially, casually, and we decided to have sex. Right. And transactional, it, it, it does get awkward because especially usually transactional sex is because we both know we want to have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Um but me coming in and just because we talked about it before doesn't mean I need though I don't need that casual feeling of us just hanging out and you kind of warming me up so we can feel comfortable and create the chemistry that's needed. Right. Um, to a man's point, I think it goes the same way when you ask for certain things from someone. If it's because that could feel transactional because we're not doing it. If we hanging out casually and you ask me to just send you money for this or send you money for that, that could get a little. I know like some people do it. Mm-hmm. For me, I can't do it because it's like we. Sometimes it can feel transactional. Yeah. You know? But, and, and and that also goes back to clear expectations, right? So if we are dating, right, what are the parameters of us dating? Are we exclusively dating? Or are we monogamous? Um, exactly how do you feel about me or myself seeing other people and et cetera? Yeah. Once we have these conversations, then these things are very clear, right? And I was going to say your point i agree with everything that you said mm-hmm. but my issue is if that's what you really mean or if that's what she really meant or if that's what people who are agreeing with the post really felt say that i think don't they, say you know how no but i'm just but that's, what I'm, but that's what i'm saying <laughs> but that's what i'm saying but i'm just saying man. that that's why i have an issue with it and I think because i know that i know really that we're well. i know how it's posed it's supposed it's supposed to uh encourage engagement I get that part, but I'm just, but in a real life situation where you do have more than 140 characters, mm-hmm. like use your words. You feel and me? I think she did a good job and, even in the caption. Like she's a great writer and she's like, you know, this is the problem that women are running into. But ironically, I had a situation like that mm-hmm. where I felt so disrespected. Like I was like, the fuck? Like, 
like somebody literally brought me somewhere and just like tried to get it on. And I was like, bro, I'm 30. Like right. that's mad disrespectful. Like I wouldn't have even came here if that's what I thought. Like you don't really understand, like you don't understand anything and being treated transactionally when that's not what I said I wanted. And I don't see anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't say I wanted that, you can't make me seem crazy or like I'm tripping simply because you're trying to hand me a transactional action and call it casual that's not fair because that's not what i consented to and it made me mad uncomfortable because now we're in this situation and once things get started it's harder to say no not because you don't want to say no but you're scared as a there you go you you know it's it's Mm -hmm. a little scary now you're kind of in this position that went from zero to 100 real quick so and if i can say one more absolutely let you end it off um because of the way that we communicate in a culture too Say, for instance, if I'm, I'm going to use you, but say, for instance, I'm just like, <laughs> we talking or whatever, and I just be like, yo, like, when we going, you know what I'm saying, get it popping or whatever. And you kind of hit me with the, like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying, like, this pussy not free, like, this pussy ain't whatever. But if I, now, you, that may not be what you really mean, but mm-hmm. you're just expressing it to basically kind of back me down. But what if I actually rebuttal that with, well, how much do your pussy cost then? Now, now we're in an offensive <laughs> scenario. Like, I don't want to be in none of these. Problems. No, I'm just saying. No. But now <laughs> I agree with that. But, but that's unfair too. It's an unfair setup because you're you're saying something that you really don't mean because you're trying to you're trying to check me. But in your process of but trying to check, but you're not communicating check, with me versus right, just trying exactly. To check me. And that's that's my only issue. Like, say what you mean. Yeah. And then we can but really have an adult so conversation crazy. about that shit. Um. And we're, I'm good with that one. Kind of like just a transition. I feel like um, talking to you, and I've, I've always said this, I cannot stand Jax when I first met him, but I hadn't actually met him. I was only <laughs> looking at, I did. I cannot Clips, stand yeah. you. Like, because he does stir a pot and yet I have this show and I'm like, Jax, you, like he's one of the first people I call. I was like, you got to be on. Because like, just as a woman, period, we make so many perceptions off of how someone speaks or the moment that you take out of, the situation and we don't realize some of the bitiness we're getting from a person is because of how you came at them first. Mm-hmm. And so I get what you're saying. Cause I could say, Oh, you're, you're missing the point of the post or whatever. But if you're talking to, I do get what you're saying. If you're talking to someone one-on-one, that's not how you speak to them. And you think that y'all going to come to any type of agreement or anything like that. I, I do get what you're right. saying. Um, and so I thought it was just really important for us to even have this conversation and not with a therapist present because I can't talk to you now. Cause like, you know, now you know, <laughs> now Jazz can't fucking get rid of me. Um, if y'all did not know, um, the live sex art show that I put on every year, the art exhibit with three X's was shot by, um, the one and only Jax. And it was amazing. It was so amazing. So much that I was like, okay, you got to be one of my work husbands. Like, you can't get rid of me. I don't know what we got to do. I don't, I don't know what we got to do. We got to figure it out. Um, I'm, now I'm over here asking him, how, how much that video costs? How, right. okay? right. how much that video costs? Um, and so it was really amazing. Make sure you guys sign up um, to Patreon and you check out that full documentary so you can see some of what you missed. Um, but I thought it was really amazing to have you guys on here to kind of just talk about communication and with men and women and things like that. I really want this to be a platform that is not just favoring women just because I am a woman. A part of my growth and healing um, has been accountability. Mm-hmm. And what I realized is that it depends on the lens that you're looking at it. And you have to get, I thought I was really good at looking at other people's perspectives, but having a failed marriage behind me really fucking woke me up. Um, and unfortunately I woke up too late, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Like there's nothing I can do about that. And the best thing that I can do now is say, okay, I have a platform. Let me share how like some of the ways that I messed up and how I didn't see it and just kind of open the floor for better communication. I had no idea you were married. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Back in the day when I was married. <laughs> really? I was married at 22. Yes. Oh, and man. I was married for six years. It made her pussy hurt. <laughs> I had a child, so at some point my, my coochie did hey, hurt. Don't way try to put me in the boat with you. Whatever way it work, man, man. I don't know what Jack's going on and his toxic things. We're going to get into it. My name is Samaya, and I'm the host of Not Just Another Sex Podcast, and I might look familiar to you because I'm also the owner of Sexual Essentials. One of the main things that I was known for was teaching people how to do the skills that they need to have a great sex life. 
That means I teach masterclasses in dick riding 101, masturbation and squirting, and the infamous mouth masterclass. So what we're doing today for our listeners is giving you 50% off any class of your choice with the code NJASP. That's just the, you know, initials of the name of the podcast, if you can't remember. But use the link below or any of the links in our bio so you can take advantage of this offer. All right, now back to the show. But I want to talk about, I want to know y'all attachment styles. We got to get into it. I I found that a lot of issues when it comes to communicating, period, with anybody um, is knowing what your attachment style is. Well, there's two parts to that as well, right? Because communication skills is an art form. Yes. It's a science, right? So 96% of the time, the way you start a conversation is exactly how it's going to end. Mm. So only 4% of couples are actually able to start negatively and end positively, right? So I do think that communication skill transcends all all attachment styles, but attachment styles kind of define how you will naturally communicate Communicate. at first. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, um, finding out my attachment style helped me to see things that people would try to tell me before. What's yours? Mine? Yeah. Fearful avoidant. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I first of all, when I told Mac this early, y'all, I wish the camera was fucking rolling. He was like, What? That makes sense. He was like, I would have never guessed that. And I feel like In this field too? It's interesting. if you hear most if you hear my story and mm. how I started, you know, sexual essentials was a, a love child that I created and it was also a healing avenue mm. for me to I didn't want to wait until I was like all better and quote unquote perfect or whatever. I think that one of the problems is we keep everything, like everything is like our business. And it's like, it's not, we are making some mistakes that our friends, people before us have made. And if they would be more honest about where they fucked up or what went wrong or what they were really going through, I assure you, we would not all be making the exact same mistakes, but everybody's trying to hold everything to the chest. And it's like, this is my life. This is my truth. Ain't shit that you could do to really make me feel bad about that. What I can say is that, look, I can't help what I didn't know before. I'm trying to do better now. And attachment styles really did that for me. Like it was something to help me see because of being raised like this, Mm -hmm. you were like this. And because you're like this now, what do you want to get to? And now you can map out an easier pathway or plan. And so we always talk about communicating and things like that, but I think we need to put more emphasis on the attachment styles um, to help like, Build some structure around something, yeah. you know, and it's that's what like a fifteen dollar book. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, what what is your attachment style? Um, I would say right now I've been in a relationship, oh, yeah, and a right. masterful relationship, sir. Say that right into the camera. I have been in a masterful relationship for the past ten years, so I'm secure a hundred percent. I like, am. I want to pay for her to go on the girls' trip. That's how safe I am. Go ahead, girl. Go have fun. All on me. Go enjoy yourself. I love that. Like, I'm good in that aspect. I think that, um, well, not think, but of course, I'm on the road of getting to a secure attachment. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy because I feel like I've gotten there. My strides have gotten bigger since understanding where I'm at, where I was, you know? Um, And I was really grateful because, of course, you know, fearful avoidant is one of those ones that they say that um, a lot of people that had a, a hard upbringing have a fearful avoidant um, attachment. So if you as a child had to be responsible for adult emotions and dealing with like parents that really don't know how to. They were mainly invisible. <sighs> they were there, but they weren't really there. Right? there there's so you... a lot of them. There's, there's trauma. So if yeah. you have like trauma that's inflicted by a parent or things like that and how they speak to you and, um, and learning how, how to people please. To you too. Yes. Yeah. As a child, you can become fearful avoidant. Um, I would have never guessed that about you just based on the work that you do (laughs) and how you come across and what you're trying to create. I think the awareness, I think that is definitely awareness. Um, Me understanding that I am not where I need to be in relationships. Mm -hmm. The difference is that I know where I'm, I know I'm not there and I'm actively seeking out the problems so I can fix them, you you know? And so I've come such a long way in the last five years that now we can sit here and have these conversations. <laughs> um, I haven't actually taken a test again recently, so I wonder where I am now. Mm. Because what's crazy is that even though I know that I'm fearful avoidant, I know what things also to do 
to counteract that. That's one of the great things that I know how to act secure. And even though it may not come natural all the time, I pick up on it more and more and more. So it's like, mm, if you've talked to this person or seen this person two days in a row, like take a break, bitch, go do something, <laughs> go count something. Like you got shit to do. Like that's, even if I really want to be there with a person or and ain't no people right now, but you know, if I really want to be there with somebody, it's like, um, I know how to balance that and kind of check in with myself. That's that's something that I do to make sure that I become um, secure, that I actually and I want it to be more yeah. natural. But yeah. and you have to be very mindful of who your partner is going to be because they can act actually help you in that journey or they can <laughs> make you go back to that fearful avoidant. And it's going to take a healthy relationship to help you heal those wounds. Right. Well, we're never done healing. Right. And, it's a whole process, but a healthy relationship with a great partner will aid you a lot in that journey. It does. Um, I've leaned on my friendships a lot for that. I, I love that, that you can have like your, um, your platonic friendships. And what I realize is that we treat our friends amazing. Usually you treat your friends like better than the partner that you love. like, usually the meanest person that you mean is to the person that you care about the most yeah. because they get to see you all the time when you're not on your P's and Q's and all of that. And so I've been practicing intentional friendship and communicating better and apologizing, and giving flowers, like all these things um, until it's time to, you know what I'm saying? Work my magic <laughs> on somebody, you know, you know, what's, what's your attachment style? Um, I think mine is like, damn, that head was messy. I love you. You get on my nerves. Jax, I'm, uh, not damn it, Jack. Matt. I don't, Who hurt I don't, you, man? <laughs> I don't know that. Who hurt you? I don't. What's, what's, what's her name? Um. Okay, so we, what year you want to start from? Oh. You wanna... <laughs> Let's go to no, childhood. Who honestly, hurt you wait, how many, no, this is just one episode. We ain't got time for this shit. <laughs> I okay. don't, honestly, though, I don't know the, I don't know the attachment style, so y'all, you would have to educate me. On okay, that. I'm going to do the, I'm going to explain the fearful avoidant one, mm-hmm. and then I'll get this to you. So fearful avoidant is like, um, you pretty much have terrible trust. Like you don't trust nothing or nobody. Okay. Um, you maintain a distance, but you really, really, really desire love. Okay. So like you, no, I don't got that. I don't got that. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Okay. I'm a lot of things. I'm not a liar. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I know. For me, it was a lot of trust issues, and even when you get love and it's right, you're really the one that's picking it apart because you don't believe that it's really the real thing. Um, so that has like some self-worth things in there and things like that, like depending on how you're raised or like going through a super traumatic um, instance that may have suppressed like your value or something like that. Um, those people usually become fearful of what they run away from. Good yes. love. And they also can become, um, have, have a fear of intimacy. Where they find ways to sabotage Why are you looking at a me like number this? of relationships. <laughs> and there's seven types of those, right? <laughs> One of them is is choose, choosing the wrong partner, knowing that it's never going to, to lead to anything else. I think right? that you should mind your motherfucker. Second, second one I think, is I think, whole, I think a whole bunch of women got that one. Second one is <laughs> choosing the wrong nigga in the uh, in the same body. Look, yeah. man, uh, look, it's like Dr. Pepper, <laughs> Mr. Piv, and then and I think for his, it, it 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 might be I'm just too busy with work. I don't have he time might be avoiding relationship. Maybe he's mm, avoiding. So that's, that's a good one. No, no, it's it's, it's it's facts based on what you do. Yeah. Based on the fact that you get to create your schedule. You are in the driver's seat of making time for anyone else. So a lot of times you create time for what you need, right? Let's meet up, let's have a day, let, let's hook up or et cetera, right? But when things start to get too emotional and too attached, mm. you fall right back into your work. It depends. You got to take the test. On <laughs> if I, no, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of what you just said depends on how much I really like. Okay. Because mm. like I come across, I, I don't like, I don't like, a lot of people like very easily. I might have genuinely like had feelings for maybe like maybe like four or five women. I knew like, he was gonna say four people. Like, I knew whole, it. In my whole life. I knew yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? So like with the with the all of the rest of them, like I probably I could come off. It's easy way. for me to lean on an excuse to like, nah, it's not it's not worth that. You know what I'm saying? But for the women that I actually like genuinely have feelings for, like, shit, I I probably will give them the world. Yeah, to a fault though. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Interesting. He ain't gonna want to hear about this, but you know that air sign quality. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I know, and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I have so many more times to bother you on the show. It's gonna be so amazing. Um, what what has been your longest relationship? Um, mine usually cap at like two years. 
Man, what? And so crazy because two years, because it's not a short amount of time, we usually think ain't nothing wrong. We just got out of a relationship in two years. But most people that are like dating the wrong, like keep getting stuck at that wall. Mm -hmm. It's around that two year mark that they like. I wasn't, I wasn't stuck. Damn it. Excuse me. I'm I'm speaking for others. No, I wasn't. If anything, I was stuck in the constant like hamster wheel of like trying to make it work. Mm. Trying to prove yourself. I feel like to, men always stay in things way longer than they need to. Yeah, because to, like it's a, even you though don't they're wanna, unhappy. Because you feel like it's a fail. Like how you said you had a failed marriage, right? Like even though I I never been married, like you feel like, especially if you're for me as a man, like I take relationships super serious. Mm-hmm. So it takes me a little bit longer to to get in them. But once I'm in them, like I'm in that shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like if I'm in it and I'm not. And I'm committed. I'm not a cheater. So if I'm doing everything with you, like I'm gonna do everything this, so we can make this work. You thorough, but it don't. <laughs> but <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with it, that. But in order for that, <laughs> but in order for that to work though, like both people got to be on the same page. And a lot of time, like both, like in my in my experiences, like the women don't necessarily be on that page for real. I understand. Like they don't be willing to do whatever it takes. I think that. Um... Something that I admire about men and that I've grown to um, try to do for myself is how slow they get into relationships. I like how slow they take it because it shows that they take it very serious. And I've always admired like their sense of self. Not saying that all men know themselves, but one thing that and but sometimes the only thing they know is themselves. And Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes for women, we get attached to so many people, different things, and we don't know who the fuck we are or what we like and things like that. Like women will cancel plans. Oh, I'm gonna hang out with Bay today, but men is not canceling basketball with the boys, bro. Like he's not. <laughs> like he's going to show up where he was already supposed to show up. He's not throwing out those things because it matters to him. But also in the ways in which a man that really is serious about you does show up, it's usually very thir- like it's very well balanced. And I feel like when we ask for, we say we want manly men and things like that, is showing that, like, that's still a leader in the relationship. You know, and we know that looks a lot of different ways, especially with, like, women coming up and doing their mm-hmm, thing and mm-hmm. shit like that. But I admire that. And so even me, I've started going so fucking slow. Like, it's giving snail, and I'm okay with that. Because it's like, just see, like, have a conversation. And I've I've even talked to men, and they just say they feel like when women do talk to them, it seems like they just want a relationship. Like, you don't even know me yet. It almost seems like women are ready for a relationship and it's like you're just looking for a man that fits what it is that you need versus making them actually feel special and important like you fell in love with me. Why are you so ready to fall in love and you don't know me yet? Is it that how is that supposed to make them feel special? It almost feels like you're just looking for someone to take on the role of being your man. And it's like, am I really being loved and valued but here? Niggas though? can feel that That's too. right there though. Right? You can feel that. Right. So... The dating game was was created by men for men. It was never created for women to mm. prosper, right? So tell us the team. men will <laughs> <laughs> women have a tend, tend tendency to want to be chosen versus being the chooser themselves. Hence why they find someone that fits the criteria, they're all in. Because they they want to show that person, no, you should want to be with me and I should be the the one that has the privilege of being with you unconsciously while a male will date a number of women take his time get to know them and make the best choice for him right so he's being the chooser versus women women waiting to be chosen i feel like you're almost saying this is why all people should date more to date at man i, I miss I the 90s show women. sitcom dating the way they made it seem <laughs> you don't, you don't know what I'm talking about. Like on the shows, they'd be like, oh, "I broke up with so and so," but like they weren't their actual boyfriend. It was someone they were seeing. As you and should. Then st- like I love the idea of that, and I think that a lot of people have been saying they want to do it, but you're really not ready to do shit like that because you checking niggas on you ain't text me back and and da 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 da. And I tell people all the time, like I do not respond. I respond when I'm present. Right. And so if that takes a day. At least when I show up and I respond, that's, that's like a long look time. at today. You saw how long we <laughs> that's it a is. Long a long time. time. Oh my but god! If, you, if if we're not like that, like look at this weekend. It was a recording weekend, right? Yeah. So I've been in here. Like I left here with a headache. I had to wake up. I had to be on my shit. Be present for y'all, right? Mm-hmm. This is what mattered the most right now. This is what's paying my bills. You know what I'm saying? So if you have an attitude, because I don't really have the 
energy to show up. I mean, I may send you a text and say, you know, hey, I'll probably talk to you on Monday. But even still, that may not be okay for how some people communicate. And I feel like if we're not official, we have to have some space. Like, you know, so I'm getting I think I'm getting better with. And then that allows you to weed them out. Right. Absolutely. Because if you're dating a number of men. Right. And of of, uh, the numbers feel slim around here, but it should be at least seven. No less. Seven. Do you know how hard it is to find seven quality niggas? But, but you you start wide, and little by little, oh you're going to get to the ones that are worth it. So for this weekend, right? From a man. Oh, whoever was <laughs> whoever was upset at you not responding in a pro- pro- proper time frame, they gotta go because they don't understand what you have to do and how much your career means to you and what it means to be you. This is true, right? While a secure man or the right type of man would understand that, would actually mail you some flowers here or some okay. lunch or send you lunch. Talk about right? it. See, this and, the and, and, and not feel insecure because you didn't respond to, <laughs> to my text all day. Look here, when I get my first set of flowers delivered <laughs> up to set, I'm going to make sure I text you. I'm like, man, it's looking good, bro. It's if looking- you're dating her, please send some flowers. <laughs> ASAP. I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling right now. I'm not dating right now. Okay. We're, t- I, we're talking. Jack said, huh? We dating. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm dating this this work right now. I'm in a you know I fall you know I fall in love with passion so much, um, and so right now I got a love affair going on with this podcast nice. and you know nice. you know I'm a dreamer so that's <laughs> that's why I'm I've been masturbating to these shows and you know and the and what's to come and things like that. Jax, you not, masturbate sitting up or laying down? I've done both. If I stand up, I instantly squirt though. It's like mad powerful. What like, kind of floors you got? I, I ain't got no Shit on carpet. That carpet. I got time. I got time. Just a little wipe up, <laughs> like a little, a little Swiffer. A little, it's a little not your first time asking that question, huh? No, yeah. I was just, I was just curious because I just be, I be seeing shit in my brain. I just wonder how that shit work because, like, I, I, ain't gonna, I like trying. You wear sh- uh, sneakers because, like, if it's the wood floor, you would slip. If I'm in the house, I ain't got on no shoes. Kind of okay. heating you think I am. I mean, I be I got a bent back Harachi I put on when I be fucking. Wait, wait, you wear shoes while you fucking? On my left foot. So we're gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> I wanna talk about these cards. Wow. Yes, you had to stop. Hold, hold. I have to ask. I have to ask. Go ahead, ask. I'm gonna look for a question. Why? Because usually the the right one is up on the bed, but I got wood floors. I don't want to, I don't want to, and I wear socks all the time, so I don't be fucking. Ooh, you don't want no wet socks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it got nothing to do with wet. I don't want to, I need traction. I was thinking about me masturbating. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Look here. It wow. is not just another sex podcast, but I guess sex, the, sex comes up. It comes up often. Um, so I want to talk about a couple more things here. Um, I want to talk about one. Everything ain't toxic. Because I feel like on dating, everything, everybody like, they toxic, they toxic. And it's like, bruh, do y'all, are y'all just not meant to be with each other or are they toxic, bruh? Like, I, it's really agitating. Um, and I feel like sometimes we cut people off for a toxic trait, but I think we forget that, like, people are never going to be perfect. Even the one that you pick is never going to be perfect. Um, somebody that is is a great person is still even going to fuck up. And now you calling them, like, toxic. So I feel like that's thrown around. A lot. And I, I think that, that women throw it out the most. And I feel like, like you said, women think they're great communicators. <laughs> and now that I am starting to understand communication, I think we kind of suck at it. Yeah. I think, hey, 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 hey. I'm I've been saying that for five years. I'm on the record with saying that most men know how to com- communicate a lot better than women. I think that the the reason that a lot of people disagree as a woman now who's seeing both sides mm-hmm. now, men shut down. Men will choose their peace. If they do not feel safe or open to, like, they're not going to even waste their fucking words on you. they're feeling criticized like, consistently. Absolutely. They stonewall. Absolutely. So I've been reading um, How to Have, like, Nonviolent Communication. Mm-hmm. And that book is amazing. I don't know who wrote this shit. But they didn't give us an ad, so um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I will share it with y'all. But that book has been doing amazing things. And it, the the setup to communicate is agitating as fuck. Because it's like, who is going to remember these these prefaces and these this and these that? But it's, it's like easy, though. But when you're first learning, sometimes it can sound corny or whatever. But I realize the more you practice it, sometimes mm-hmm. you can rearrange it your, 
in your own way to communicate in a nonviolent way, learning how not to criticize. I don't think people even understand what criticizing actually is. So you um, statement. You never do this. Yes, you always it's do a that. you statement. Versus an I statement. I need you to do this. It makes me feel this way. Whatever, whatever. And yeah. so... Oh, I feel... Um, lately, I've been feeling invisible in the relationship. I would love if we could spend some quality time together. Hopefully have sex because I miss your body and I miss your taste. So could <laughs> we do that this weekend? That's a masterful communicator. Lately, I need you to use 20 ounces of spit. I knew he was going <laughs> to say something ridiculous. But currently, I've only been counting 12 You see, <laughs> now, if you remove, I've been only counting 12, that's a criticism, right? Mm. But if, if if you go with, I would like for you to use more spit. I would like you to maximize your There you go. That's, yeah. a, posi- that, that, that's a positive <laughs> statement. Versus a negative yeah. statement. We're gonna okay. have to do a class. We're gonna have to do a class on that on Patreon. Okay, okay. give us then some we... examples. Not on that one. Not on that no, one specifically. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah, I right. think that we should because yeah. I'm like we should get some examples of things that people really do want to say. Yeah. We'll let them submit and then we'll run that back. Nice. Um, hold me. This is me holding us accountable. Right, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, so I feel like with with men they shut down and so women are going to derive their own thoughts and people, not just women, you guys, y'all know we just use an example, whether you a turtle or fish, whatever, whoever you fucking, um, people will derive their own thought from like, you ain't say nothing. So now they going to guess they're going to be like, well, that may, bro. I ain't even say like, we, we start assuming and things like that. And I think that's sometimes where the attachment style could come in. Like if you're anxious, people like that are going to jump to their own conclusion and there's nothing wrong with that, but being conscious of it can make, a hell of a world of a difference you know yeah. so 70 percent of men will engage in stonewalling and that's because when a conversation is happening they're feeling so overly criticized mm-hmm. that they enter a fight flight or freeze mode so they decide to to freeze right they're yeah. giving you nothing they're just a wall now the partner who's experiencing that wants a reaction wants engagement so they're going to start from here and go <laughs> up there just trying to get something out of them. And usually that tends to be the start of domestic violence. Mm. Right? Be- because at that, at, at that right? time... Yeah, doing right? that. Sheesh. I just wanted some head. I ain't going to hit you. <laughs> I ain't going to hit you. <laughs> Relax now. <laughs> I ain't going to hit you. Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So again, there, Look here, it got real. Jess was like, "Gosh, damn, I need to pay Jesus. attention." Um, right. Well, yeah. So I, I think that that's definitely, um, you know, like another conversation I want us to, you know, visit in another mm-hmm. episode. I don't know about y'all, but I am definitely at a point where staying home is one of my favorite places to be. It's where I'm the most comfortable, but also at this age, it's where I want to feel the most sensual. So how do I get both? Sexual Essentials thigh-high socks have been amazing. First of all, they actually are made for thick thighs as well. So they go all the way up to my lady parts. So I put them on with a pair of boy shorts or cute undies, crop top or a large t-shirt, and I'm in the mirror taking selfies and I just can't get enough of it. I'm super obsessed. So they have five colors and we want you to get 15% off as our loyal listeners. So make sure that you use code NJASP, you know, the initials of the podcast, and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. The link can be found below, or you can check the link in our bio on any of our social medias so that you can get your pair of socks before your color sells out today. All right, now back to the show. But before um, I let you guys go, I want to talk about these cards. First of all, I am so fucking proud of you for coming out with this love unlocked oh this is your game this That's is me, his kid. fucking go, game like oh shit did y'all here. see that you saw that catch <laughs> still talking you saw maestro that? right maestro so right yeah. okay That's how you do it you played baseball you should catch <laughs> we ain't giving you no awards for that um take the emmy and gone all right um you love how i tied that back around <laughs> i appreciate, smooth, I appreciate thank, you. thank you um all right so i'm gonna pick one or two of these cards so explain to me there are different colors so i'm looking at the deck there's green blue whatever they're different yeah. colors what yeah. explain it to me so the cards was start i created the cards based out of the need during the pandemic i had a lot of couples re- <laughs> reaching out to me and there was no way that i could see everyone so, okay. I, so I created this product which addresses the the five themes that most couples argue about, right? Okay. Which is 
I see open book, get to know me, get to know. Okay, so, so there are cards to get to know yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I see strengthening, strengthening physical and emotional intimacy. So sex. Okay. <laughs> you say fuck it. Right? <laughs> I, I, I was just trying to be fancy it, it. on the cards, but it's about sex. Uh, then there is the category fostering understanding and compatibility. Correct. Mm, right. It's, it's, understanding where we're different. Exactly. That's another thing. We don't realize how different we are. Correct. Just because we get along don't mean that we're not different. Yes. What I'm willing to do with you is not necessarily what I would choose by myself. Got it? And difference is good because we don't want to marry ourselves. Absolutely. Right? The difference is a, a lot the desire to grow within the relational structure. Which is getting comfortable with us being different. Like you said, you can make amazing strides with, you know, the right partner. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to, you know what's crazy? I'm really <laughs> trying to figure out, do I need to be with someone more like me or someone totally different? Because in this in this field of me now working in entertainment, me working in sex, and me being an entrepreneur, similarities could be a lot of different things. Technically, me and Jax have a lot in common because he's a content creator. You know what I mean? And I know he's a videographer way more, but he works with content creators and he's an artist, you know? Now, if he had started his own wood company, he would, you know, that's a version of an entrepreneur. Like, there's so many different mm-hmm. ways, like... <laughs> You know, I don't know. Not wood company. <laughs> How much is it? How much is the wood? Uh, I I haven't I haven't created rates for my wood yet. So Are know. we still talking about wood? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> How much would you charge for this? You know, let's stay on topic. <laughs> All right. So your world and my world, and yes. then there's our future awaits. Let's build, yes. and then there is finances, comfort through discomfort. Yes, mm, finances is the number one reason of most divorces. Right. And that's due to the fact that we don't understand our own relationship with money. And therefore, we're not sharing that with our partner. The anxiety we have around it. Like, it, we have different issues around different things. Sorry to cut you off. And us, us men need to be comfortable talking about money, mm-hmm. right? There is a sense of shame in admitting how much debt we have or how much we make because we're supposed to be the providers, yeah. right? So, so, so a lot of times, like, we have to get completely financially naked and honest and share our truth so we can have an understanding. For me, I don't manage our finances at all. That's my wife's job. I get a stipend every two weeks that I could go to Target with <laughs> and do my little shopping and then I'm good. <laughs> She's better with money. I'm a spender and I'm a hustler. Yeah. I can get it, mm, just but I can also spend, spend it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's good at and that. And knowing so. y'all strong suits. Exactly. So some of the questions on here is like, what what is something that you are afraid to tell me? Mm. Um, I'm just going to read a couple examples here for you guys. Um, what are your favorite hobbies? What do we enjoy doing together? And I know for me, I love question games. I, when Matt came out, when I was like, send me back, send me back. Single as fuck. Send me back. <laughs> Single as fuck. But some of these questions you may not have answers to. Sometimes you may not like the question. But I am. I do want to encourage you to be honest with yourself because you need to create a safe place. And if something makes you uncomfortable, say that, ooh, this one makes me uncomfortable to answer or whatever. Like, let your, let your partner save space for you. Um, and this episode was really me trying to do that. Um, I don't know if you guys are up on, well, you saw it. Uh, the What Men Want conversation is a segment that we are having and bringing back. Um, it's a event that I put on and it's called What Men Want, but it's a conversation with me asking questions and the only panelists are just men and they're answering for themselves. And um, so women get to just sit and listen um, because I know that we need to do a better job of hearing you guys. And I think that instead of the approach I'm taking now and just really trying to be better at is not trying to fix or change someone, but really just trying to save space because I don't know what y'all going through as men and not because I don't care, but because I can never know because it's you and I'm a woman. All I can be is a woman. I can, I could throw on my camos, but all, all I am is, is a woman. That's all I am. I'm a lady and y'all are men. So, um, I know that this, you know, we got to come back, you know, it, we got to come back and do another episode, but that's really what I wanted to talk about today. Um, and we want to take time to, to also say thank you. Right, because a lot of time there's not spaces created for us, and you're doing just that. So, on behalf of all men out there, we want to say thank you to you, and however we can be helpful, just let us know. Absolutely, Agreed. I appreciate both of you. They they really did show up. I know they be giving me a little hard time, but <laughs> it, you need you need people like that in your life. All right. So the next segment is advice, and today I thought that this was a good one because I get this a lot from men. 
men be like, if my wife don't want to have a lot of sex, and honestly, not just the men, but people in relationships, especially if they're married, they always asking, what do I do if my partner don't want to have sex as much as me or we're not having as much sex as I would like? And um, since since Mac is on here, he's been, you know, together for 10 years, got some kids under the belt. and <laughs> Two under two. Highly ghetto. Do not recommend. Highly ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought that this would be a great one to talk about um, because we have a therapist on that could really answer this question. Because I try to tell people all the time, the problem is not the sex. It's something way more than that. It doesn't mean like y'all in dire, you know, like need to resuscitate the relationship necessarily. But I thought that maybe, um, you know, Mac would be able to talk to this. and, and And I actually have some stats on that. Because right, it's you. He did. I had to go do some research. <laughs> you better quick. come correct. So the truth is, eighty percent of couples only have sex a few times a month. Only about thirty-two percent have sex more than twice a month. So this is a problem that a lot of people survey. are experiencing. <laughs> huh? I said I must have took that survey. No, it's true, man. But you said married people, married couples. Oh, eighty percent of married couples tend to have sex. You just about not having sex. A few we times don't get into month. that, but that's another yeah. topic for another day. When you say few, you like literally like three, like three times. Less than three. Do that count oral sex or just like interview? Like, <laughs> like, talking no, about, about sex. What about the head? The, the full iteration of sex, right? And when you actually have children, it's a lot less, right? Because if a woman is is breastfeeding, her sex drive could could drop for the next three years. So. <laughs> So new parents tend to have the most infidelity, the most domestic violence, and have a lower relationship satisfaction 67% of the time. Well, he really is a downer when he want to be, ain't he? (laughs) And I just had two kids. So I know what I'm talking about, right? It's so crazy because your priorities change. And 100%. I tell people all the time that if the sex is going down, y'all need to have a conversation and they need to be able to tell. Are they able to tell you the truth? Are you in a relationship? That's a tip right there. Couples that talk more, couples that have more conversations about sex have more satisfying sex. And these women tend to reach more orgasms than those that don't even talk about it. What, I don't know how much time we got, but what do you do when you try to start the conversation about the, the sexual issues, but the other person don't really, they're not, they not for the conversation? They take, it, they take it as an attack, even when you're not attacking. They don't take it as an attack if it's not an attack. That's, so let's be clear on that, right? A masterful communicator is going to say, hey, lately, I've been missing you. I've been wanting to spend more time with you. And I've been wanting access to your body. I miss us making love. So Be what good. can we do to ensure that this weekend... Jackson ain't got the patience get to get nobody to there. That, right? <laughs> no, but- I, got the pa- I got the patience. I've, I've, it just, I was just with the wrong person. That ain't work. Yeah, I, you know, that's another thing, though. One of the things, when, when when y'all be sending in y'all DMs and y'all questions and people be like, well, that ain't work. I ain't gonna lie to you. Sometimes the answer is you with the wrong motherfucker and y'all don't want to hear that shit. Like, and also ask yourself, is it other shit wrong in a goddamn relationship? Like, be serious. Can they really tell you the truth? Can they tell you the truth of what's wrong? Because they could be like, bro, I I really ain't got my coochie waxed and, <laughs> I, and I, I'm uncomfortable. But you also can't but, fix, I can't fix if you don't want to tell me the truth, though. I think that we have to demand an open space in our relationship. You know if it's closed off, and I feel like sometimes we only acknowledge it when we want to get something from it. So if we're not talking about these things or when we have other conversations and we're not understanding, you can't be, like, all calm and cool when we want to talk about sex. Like, is that, you know, transferring into the other parts of our relationship? Also, usually the sex part isn't the reason why you're not having sex. It's a financial burden or it's a... I'm feeling this way, or really, it's, it could have nothing to do with It's an emotional issue for most wi- women, and here's why, right? A man needs physical intimacy to feel emotionally connected, right? That's the only time that we might get some verbal praise, right? We, we're, we're getting held, our backs are being scratched, our beards are, get, are getting, getting struck. Like, we're getting a lot require. of intimacy during that sex. Time. But for women, they need emotional connection prior to physical intimacy. So we're missing each other. Yeah. Right? I think it's the same it. act, but it has two different meanings and two, there's two, two different journeys. Uh, I'm, we're not going to get into it now, but this is a great um, segue into um, sexual love languages, Ooh. which is understanding like how people like to be, what turns them on and really get sex started and what way, because for me, it's words of affirmation, talking to me. And um, 
it, it's kind of similar to the love languages mm-hmm. one, but we have a video about that on Patreon. Make sure y'all click below. <laughs> uh, oh, baby, gonna plug the plug plug the bills, baby. These bills got to get paid. Um, but yeah, that's that's a a great segue to that because a lot of people think that physical touch is sex. Um, and for me personally, I'm not very good. I I was not very good with physical touch. Yeah. You know, and and, and what's also interesting to tie back to that point is that. Um, only 70% of individuals will ask for sex directly. Mm. That well, feels transactional. So, <laughs> my fault. Will ask for sex indirectly. Mm. So only 30% will say, hey, I want sex. Hey, let's have sex tonight, right? Yeah, because I was sound The 70% so awkward. They, they're going to come touch Grab you, kiss booty. you, Grab gr- smack your ass mm. or, or, or whatever the case may be. She put on that lingerie that's been dusty as fuck in the back of her drawer. But what we have found is the 30% (laughs) actually have more sex Mm -hmm. because they're they're communicating exactly what what they desire and their partners can then tell them what are they in need of to make that happen. Absolutely. So make sure y'all put... (laughs) I'm I'm so (laughs) Make sure that y'all grab these cars. They are called Loved Unlocked. Yes. Um, by Mac, the therapist, and I am so um, by talk to Mac. I'm sorry. On I'm gonna have you tell where to find you on Instagram and all of that. Um, but yes, thank you guys so much. I have a question um, for for, yes. for you before we finish, and for you as well, right? Well, we got one more, and then I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you wrap it up because we got okay. a spiritual tip of the day. Copy that. All right, the spiritual tip of the day is gonna be short and quick. Um, spiritual tip of the day today is try to journal. I feel like there are certain things that as adults, people tell us to do. And I ain't gonna lie to you. Some of that shit boring as fuck and it just don't click. And it's like, I know that all these millionaires, billionaires and successful people are saying you should do this. And this is supposed to help me. But you're like, bro, I don't I don't get it. It don't feel good. Like I, I'm I'm avoiding it. Um, and for me, journaling was one of those things. And someone um, I had a friend who told me that when his mom passed, he found her journals and it helped her help mm. him to see her as not only a parent, but as a woman and really what she was going through in that time. And then also finding that they were going through similar things at the same time. And even though she's not here anymore, he was able to read her journals and see how she handled it and saw that kind of everything was okay. So it's something that you're leaving behind, not just for yourself, but you never know the things that you feel like you shouldn't tell. Because at a young age, you cannot put all those things on your kids. You cannot tell them everything that's going on. You do not want to give them the burdens of an adult any sooner than you need to. And even giving them little bits and helping grow them, you don't know how long you're going to be here or if you're going to remember all those things. But what you go through day to day, you know that they're going to go through it, too. And so you're just leaving something behind and also taking the weight off of your brain. You don't even realize why it's heavy, like just like you go to the gym and you feel lighter, like journaling can do that. And you don't have to use traditional pen and paper. You so lucky to be born in motherfucking 2020 <laughs> to be alive in 2023. You can write it down. You can voice note it to yourself. You can do something. You can just set up your camera and put it in a folder, but keep those things. And so the adult tip of the day is to try to find a way to connect with journaling because it's not as boring as you. What I say? Adult tip of the day? Oh, it's kind of adultish. Spiritual tip of the day. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that is the spiritual tip of the day to find a way to connect back to journaling because we know that it's famous and everybody telling us to do it because it works. Just find a way to make it work um, for you. And I'm going to hold myself accountable to do I'm doing a podcast, so I'm kind of journaling. But, you know, I ain't going <laughs> to cop out like that. Um, but yes, Mac, what, was your, what were your yes. questions? Question. In a monogamous relationship, should... You be allowed. I don't even like the word allow. Yeah, Should like you it. practice saying no to intimacy when your partner acts in a monogamous relationship? I'm going to answer it as monogamous or not, because it, it really doesn't matter. Your relationship, when I'm even as a polyamorous woman, um, my answer to whomever I'm talking to is in that moment, it's just us. Right. Um, I have no problem with turning down sex. But also, I feel like one of the reasons that I have an amazing sex life is because when I give you this pussy, I'm giving you 100,000 motherfucking percent of this pussy. You should not feel like I'm not. And if I'm not feeling that way, I want to let you know, like, I'm not in the mood or like, give me 10 minutes and not in the mood. Like, that's just the answer. It's more so like, I'm super exhausted. Can we? I don't mind planning sex because if I make a plan and I made time, like you getting everything because I already know that it's coming. Um, But I will let you know why I'm saying no. Um. Or whatever. And it usually has nothing to do with the other person. It's just like, I'm like legit, I'm not in the mood. Or 
even if, and I'll, I also make it clear, I'm not in the mood right now, but I absolutely could take take a slice of dick, which means like I want to be the pillow princess and you could put in this work. And I'm, I totally would love to get some dick. Now I may not feel present to give you the sloppy toppy 3000, like that you need right now. I'm going to make that known because if you like, no, nah, I'm good with that. Like then we can get this thing popping, but I'm a very vocal. I don't mind explaining what I need. Cause sometimes it's like, I really don't mind fucking, but I'm also tired as fuck. But like, you know, it might be one of them situations like, nah, roll over to your side. You know, in the morning, that's really what that shit be falling off the bone. Five, like 5, 6 a.m. Pussy be just. Yeah, it's just, like a grilled cheese sandwich when you try Man, look, it be ooey gooey donut <laughs> shop up in that bitch. Yeah. Like, it's just, okay. it's like batter. It's like, ugh. like non yeasty though. So you're not, say, so <laughs> you're not saying no. You're just saying maybe not right now or yes, but in this format. I'm just completely honest. Okay. Like, I would absolutely love for you to dick me down right now because I had a long ass day. But if you like, if you had a long ass day and you're looking for me to like do that thing I do, then let me get in the shower first and then like, let me do this. Or you know what? I got you for, I'm going to wake you up first thing in the morning. So I really want to know why do you want to have sex? Because you could just want us to just get it in. But you could be like, babe, I had a long ass day. Like, can you suck my dick? <laughs> like, that might be what you want. And if I had, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to communicate. I talk a lot anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to be like, babe, what's up? What's up? <laughs> okay. Jax. Um, I mean, I, I definitely Jax look like he'll look somebody dead in the face and be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, don't, I mean, I'm, honestly, honestly, that's funny. Though. <laughs> but honestly, though, I don't, I've never been in a situation where uh, I've never been in a relationship where I even really had the opportunity to be like, nah. Have you ever had it with it, just a woman that wanted to fuck, fuck like right then and there, and you was like. Nah. <laughs> um. I mean, only you women that I'm not really attracted to like that. But like, if it's our, if it's like an established thing, like nah, because I I fantasize about just walking in the door and like then you're already on your knees or some shit like that. Like you know what I'm saying, like because that's not a that's not a knee pads. That's though. not like that's not my that's not my life. But I to, but to answer your question though, I think everybody has the the right to to say no. But what I would say as a, as a man, because my my perspective is going to be a little different than yours as a man like it does something to my ego or to mm -hmm. my confidence if i'm in a relationship with somebody and they're continuously like turning me down yeah. now if you're going if you if you turn me down it's cool if you don't feel like it it's cool but my thing with my caveat would be like if you do it like three times in a row the next time you you initiate it then oh that's wild three times in a row i think for anybody unless it's, it's like crazy crazy times like we on vacation at our parents' house or some shit, and we like this, nah, like, but like some, but but yeah, you be in it, situations where like you be in the kitchen, you try to hug your girl from the back, and she kind of like give you the cold shoulder or the elbow shit, or seriously. whatever. It's you know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't feel like. For one, rejection never feels good, but it's like a double poison because it's coming from your fucking person. Yeah. The you know what only saying? person so like, that you're allowed to be with because yeah. you're in a monogamous relationship. Yeah, you. Now me. they're rejecting you. So what are you supposed to do? Yeah, you just oh, you're, as a man, you supposed me? to just, just wear that just, shit. Just, just well, in general. I, 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 I think that men do really good when it comes, and I think men do a really good job of their self worth in the beginning of a relationship. Ooh. But one of the things I say think that, that again, <laughs> men do a really great job <laughs> with their self worth at the beginning, but towards the end and when they're in love, the things that they allow you to do, it's it's, it's called, not appealing. It's and called it's, altruism, I think. Altruistic. Don't like, get me along. You sacrifice. No, like you sacrifice. <laughs> Like yourself. you sacrifice yourself for mm. the for the betterment of another person. Like a lot of dudes do that. And I, I feel like men may not do it as often, but when they find that love that they think that's worth it, they do do it. And it's the exact same as when men do it. I mean, when women do it and y'all know how that looks. Y'all know what it looks like when a woman be losing herself for a man and things like that. But y'all do it too. And then y'all end up resenting us. And so we, we, we pay the cost regardless. And so I would like to leave y'all with that tidbit. I know that was scandalous, but you know, when it's your great. shit, you can do what you, you, do what you want. That. So um, I love y'all. Please tell the people where they can find y'all. Uh, Jax. Me? Uh, Jackson, J-A-X-O-N 1616 is my Instagram uh, business page. If you need any kind of visuals or video content, is not Jax, N-O-T underscore J-A-X. And we will put all of that below. Um, this is, again, the... Uh, Emmy Award winning videographer. I cannot <laughs> express thank you, thank you. how amazing his work is. You guys, he does a great job of telling stories and watching his work. You would never think that this man ain't been fucking. Um, <laughs> I got it. Mac, tell us. You can find me on Instagram as Talk to Mac 
underscore therapist talk t-a-l-k the number two mac m-a-c and if you're looking for couples therapy in new york city you can find me at therapies for everyone that art okay that is amazing make sure that you get um the love unlock cards and we will make sure we put the link below or get them from the link in his bio make sure that you guys please subscribe to patreon there are over three almost 300 videos classes workshops and behind the scenes interviews mac has been on there i believe Jax has been on there hell his work is on there uh <laughs> documentaries are the art exhibit they got some spicy ass nasty ass shit for y'all to see so make sure y'all click the link below and we will see y'all next week thank you for tuning in bye Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as Sexual.Essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.